This is a Fubar Radio podcast. You can subscribe to the app on Apple and Android. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. Sarah Hugh and Doc Two on Fubar Radio. You're on Fubar Radio, Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. Um, now this is a little bit exciting. Uh, Sarah Love, this is what happened last week. Anyway, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah Love, you're back. I'm back with a vengeance. Yeah, it's great to have you in the studio. We I must you. say, I did love that. So I was chuckling away listening to. How could I not tune into the show last week? I so I did um, have to uh, listen retrospectively, and I did really like that that, oh, that little <laughs> dedication you did the to boy. me. <laughs> Sarah. Well, you're back. And you dug out that quality music there, really, like to that? represent me to the fullest. Well, I loved it. I'm here for the team, babe. I am here <laughs> for the team. Hey, but uh, good news having you back, obviously. Bad news is Doc's away this week. I so we're know. Doing, we're doing a little mix Honestly, and match. there's no beef between me and Doc or anything. It's not like we're trying to avoid each other or anything like really? that. Really? Honest. Well, next week. Honest. We'll, time will tell. Next week, if you're both back in the studio. And I wasn't trying to avoid Ali or anything. You either. weren't trying to avoid Ali. <laughs> well, well, that's what I want to know. What were you actually up to? Because weren't you in Paris? I was in Paris. The city of love. <laughs> you were in Paris, weren't you? I was. Were you in Paris with Ali? Le Paris. Were you there with Ali? Because Ali from Fubar Office asked you out a couple of weeks ago. Um, and then all of a sudden, you're not here. <laughs> you're in Paris. Uh, we were trying to do, you know, put it together, but... It was all rather overwhelming. Was it? I think for both of us. The, <laughs> the magic, the magic um, glowing stick. So what happened? You didn't end up going on a date? Well, not yet. Oh, Oh, there's a yet. <laughs> yes. Oh. If, um, yes, there is a yet. But, you know, obviously there are um, professional considerations to bear in mind. Which, Definitely. Uh, yeah, so I wouldn't want to compromise anything like that. But um. No, no, you really don't want to do that. <laughs> but no. that would have been absolutely charming to have gone to um, Paris with Ali. But um, unfortunately, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the music signifies there's still hope. So what were you actually doing? Where were you no, away? You, were you, um, I was away, um, but living my Clark Kent Superman lifestyle mm. of, um, yeah, the DJing in one hand and in the other hand being a top secret agent. Yes. Yes. I love this about you. <laughs> I know, everyone's impressed. always like, you what? I know. Yes. So I was actually, um, I have a, a second career, which um, I balance with my DJing, which is I'm a um, freelance medical journalist. This is amazing. Yes. This makes me so impressed that I know really, really smart people. Really smart <laughs> well, people. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. That far. So, so what, is, what does that entail? Like you go to conferences and stuff where you interview doctors or? Yeah, I go to conferences and um, I find the top stories so someone's found like a cure for cancer or something and I go and speak to the man or woman himself and get the story and I put them together into uh, medical programs for doctors so right. that'll be video and radio programs yes and I can see it's all rather um 
boring to most. Well, <laughs> it's not, but I do. But have, I love it. Yeah. I do genuinely love it. <laughs> I think it's incredible. It's really, it's really incredible. Like, do you ever get the two mixed up? Do you ever turn up to DJ with like um, <laughs> spectacles and a, with and the a, wrong and a recorder on. and then turn up to a conference really, really pierced? <laughs> going, what? Hang on. Well, I was DJing in um, San Francisco um, a, a little while ago, and uh, yeah, there was also um, a couple medical meetings happening at the same time. But it was like, let's not overlap the yeah. San Francisco party lifestyle with the, um, <laughs> the medical vibes right now. I'd be like, whoa! That would be so out. good though if you saw some of the doctors, if you saw some of the people out at the club, they're getting absolutely wild. I know. Well, I would love anything. that. I would love that. I would love that. No, there ha- there are actually other uh, medical journalists who have been to some of my um, gigs before and they're just like, what the hell? Because <laughs> obviously they only ever see me like speaking to doctors very formally. Yeah, but I yes. heard some doctors really like to party. Some doctors are wild, you know, like some doctors are holding down steady <laughs> careers and have a very, very, you know, healthy heroin addiction and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you're not saying, that, you know, <laughs> you know, but just saying this, you know, I heard some doctors do like, you know, there's a few doctors out there who surely get a bit wild. Oh, yeah, like you've got to, to take advantage of, um, yeah, the resources available to you. Absolutely. <laughs> and one for you, one for me. Hey, yeah. everyone, morphine's everyone's friend, isn't it? Yes. Hey, I'm really excited today. Um, have joining us on the show just after 5 p.m. is uh, is Large Professor, now, oh, one of your goodness. friends. Amazing New York-based uh, producer, rapper, just collaborator of Nas, all sorts of big things. Yeah, uh, a bit of underground legend. Yeah, 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 a real hip hop superstar, amazing. superhero, amazing dude. Yeah, so an official part of musical history who's influenced so many people, like beyond hip hop as well. Yeah. So it's like a real. I'm, I'm, you know, he goes down as one of my favorite people in the in the game. So and he's got an album coming out soon. So yeah, looking forward to chatting to him later. Brilliant. He'll be joining us in uh, shortly in the show. So keep it locked. I like this guy coming up next, mm. Kanye. Now Kanye, uh, he's pretty much just a, uh, a, a endless source of entertainment. That guy. I he's know. He's just a, a well of a well of fun and weird shit that he does and says. Um, so pretty excited about this story coming up next. Yes. He's um uh, he I, I wonder with Kanye though if he does it intentionally if he just thinks of ludicrous things to say. <laughs> I reckon he does. Intentionally, just to, like, get the tabloids talking or if this is just his, you know, train of thought, just splurge sort oh, of thing. He's a wild man. We love him for it. FUBAR Radio. Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. Doc Brown is away today. Yes. But we're lucky enough to have Sarah Love back in the studio. I know. I did miss you guys last Aww. week. And listening back to the show, I was like, oh. It's not fair. Jenna, it's really, Wouldn't really lovely be though, um, because you are, you do have, uh, you know, quite a few things in your life that you do. Yeah. But even when a producer, senior producer, mind you, give her her full thank respect. Thank you very she much. Um, Natalie King just came into the studio. She was like. Jesus, geez, you're talented, Sarah. You're a DJ, you're a presenter, you're a medical journalist, you're bloody superwoman, aren't you? Oh, I think Nat's superwoman, really. She's oh. the one running things. She's running this show. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. <laughs> I love the romance. Right, I'm going to stop that right now. Kanye West, he's bloody, he's, he's, you could say that he, he's at it again, but he's not. It just never ends. Really, I know, it? Yeah. It, just, it just ramps up further and further mm. each year, I think, with him. Like, mm. so, um, yeah, it seems to be never ending. <laughs> His little prank at the Grammys of being like, oh, nah, psych, I'm not really going <laughs> to intervene this time. But yeah, Whoa. what a joker. Yeah, absolutely. I man. wonder if it does actually like affect his record sales, like all of these pranks he does, and maybe that's like part of the the um, you know this is his method of promoting 
everything he's doing so promoting his records promoting his uh, new clothing line that um, he's just done in collaboration with Adidas um, I think yeah he needs to get people talking about him doesn't he so then people pay attention to all this stuff I wonder that I wonder because I, I often wonder when stuff like that happens like even with the Jay and, uh, and Sol Ange beyond, uh, who uh, Sol Ange Knowles sorry when they had the fight in the elevator and da 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 mm-hmm. just conveniently around the time that they're both trying to promote heaps of stuff like oh, I don't know like you just kind of wonder is it a bit too curious does he stuff happen deliberately. I know. And I am, oh. am I a total cynic for thinking even that their relationship Kanye and Kim was like or just yeah. like this will be great promo. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm the, the wedding a... <laughs> the wedding filmed for the bloody keeping up with the Kardashians. I was just like, oh my god. I, of course that was going to happen, but it's just terrible. <laughs> my, <laughs> it's really... my name is Love, but yeah, I'm I am cynical sometimes. Oh, you're allowed to be. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to be. You're a smart lady. So the bloody so uh, Kanye's his new fashion line. He's doing a thing with uh, with Adidas. Yes, and I don't know if you saw any of this um, remarkable unveiling of the line that he did. I don't know where it was, New York, somewhere like that, and all the stars turned out and everything. But um, the line was kind of a bit odd. It sort of had that kind of... You know, that je ne sais quoi, vagabond kind of look going ah. about it. So it's all like ripped up clothes. Derelict. Completely, yeah, derelict. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Zoolander. Yeah, yeah the derelict. derelict, my boss. Yeah. <laughs> Capitan. Amazing. It, it, it was literally like, it's not the cat of that. So, um, yeah, I don't know really how practical any of these clothes are. Yeah, right. Like, are people really going to wear this stuff? I mean, any poor bum on the street you, they've got the look already so yeah. he's already late on that one that tip well, what but, kind of um, stuff was it because I've seen things lately where there's been a lot of uh, the people are turning the uh, sleeping bags into fashion so it's a sleeping bag you can literally like you know get into like a swag or whatever and then it also turns into a jacket and then you can zip it off even more and it turns into like a vest See, that kind of appeals to me, being well, that I'm practical. always, like, too cold, so I'm always yeah. like, I need more layers. Yeah. Uh, the sleeping bag look is, um, yes, interesting. So is that what he's going for, or is it just a bit more ratty, like, pre-worn? Yes, pre yeah. like, you're kind of um, Sunday working in the garden type look. Mm. Yeah, so it's a bit more on that tip. Lots of holes in, like, overstretched uh, arms on the jumpers and things like that. But, um, I mean, it's so hot right now. Well, I wonder what what is it inspired? Did he? Well, yeah, this is the other thing that I thought was quite funny. Last night I just saw a headline, him saying that um, his range with Adidas that he's just done was inspired by the London riots, which I was just like, look, man, don't be trying to claim <laughs> our culture, yeah. okay? Yeah. But um, I don't really understand how he could... Um, uh, how he could say he said and also he describes himself as the Robin Hood of fashion <laughs> so it's like okay mate um, but yeah so apparently he was living in London at the time of the riots oh, right. and s- somehow he connected um, yeah the riots with this vagabondishness and I, I was like that's gonna give the wrong impression to the rest of the world about yeah. how we get down in London with our fashion stees yeah it really does and it's also you know like I don't know, like, what's he trying to say by, you know, he's, uh, the, the people writing, so what, there's going to be, for starters, Adidas, all right? Mm-hmm. You know, why would definitely why would you need to associate Adidas with, with, with street thuggery? Yes. All right? Yeah. You know? but, but even though it's true. <laughs> but at the same token, um, you know, so what has he got, like, rips and burn marks and all sorts literally, of stuff? And, you know. Literally. Yep. Just looks like you've been dragged through a hedge backwards kind of mm. thing. But... 
Kim Kardashian wearing it. Are people going to want? I wonder if people are going to want. I think they 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 do. Yeah, they probably will. Oh, yeah, they probably will. Oh no, they? and then of course there's like the hat new trainers, the Yeezy son yeah. that he just um, released too. Which to me, I think, I, okay, I admittedly am a bit of a shoe obsessive person I've got way too many pairs of trainers or sneakers if you're from yeah. the states and um so I'm a real like sneaker head yeah. and um he's designed a pair of trainers for uh, Adidas which I'm not feeling it no I'm not feeling it actually I think there is another f- sneaker fanatic on Fubar isn't there I've been meaning to meet dude and the kiwi dude but um really? yes oh Jared Christmas I know I've been oh. hoping to like bump into him in the hallways and being like yeah well, I was show little, me what you know. I was a little bit greedy, probably not as bad as you, but just bef- before I moved here, I probably had about forty pairs, and then I stored about a dozen, gave away about the rest, and then brought about a dozen pairs over with me as well. That's so I've good only I've got you. about twelve or fifteen in my in my room at the moment. That's not too bad. To me, I'm like that's totally reasonable. Is that reasonable? That's all yeah, right. But I mean, my collection's not reasonable at all. No. Yeah. No. But no, it's good to give give away. Yeah, give away like the that. shoes. That's what I've started doing as well. Mm. So, um, so if somebody gave you Kanye shoes, you'd probably give them away. I think I would sell them on eBay. Yep. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'll give them to a friend to vlog on eBay for me. He's such an amazing, amazing man. Like even saying how uh, this fashion line was inspired by the London riots. I found a funny thing. I've just it's called Kanye Fidence, and this. This is uh, some inspirational quotes from Kanye West. Mm. Just if you ever need a little bit more confidence. The Robin can, Hood of fashion. The Robin Hood of fashion. Yeah. You can give yourself some more kanye confidence. Um, now, it's stuff like, uh, come on now. How could you be mad? How could you be me and want to be someone else? Come on now. <laughs> come on now. Come on now. Get real. How could you be me and want to be someone else? That's a little bit more kanye Wow. Well, another thing he said is, um, when I think of uh, competition, it's like I try to create against the past. I think about Michelangelo and Picasso, you know, the pyramids. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm with you there, mate. I'm with you. <laughs> he says, he, says <laughs> he sits on another plane on his own, isn't he? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, and, you know, this is a bit more of a serious one. I'm so credible and so influential and so relevant that wow. I will change things. Wow. I will change things. Hey, man, it starts with belief, doesn't it? It starts with self-belief. It so does. It's, he's, he's really, like, flogging that horse kind of thing. He's this, like, yeah. This is a pretty famous one. I'm the number one living and breathing rock star. Which wow. he said, uh, he said uh, not even last, early last year. Early wow. last year. Or end of 2013. <sighs> <laughs> that sigh was both of us. The simultaneous sigh that says, wow. I mean, yeah, uh, you've got to give him his props. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. know, you got to like props to him, and he, you know he really does put out a lot of material concert. He's a very busy guy, but um, yeah, just the attitude. It's nice to be nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice absolutely. to have some humility. Do you know what isn't nice? Is <laughs> finding blood in something that you've just bought, you've just ordered, you've just ordered some food or something or a drink. And you find blood in it. Got a quite a disturbing story. Oh, I want to share with you next. That after, is horrific. After a Kanye West song, Food Bar Radio. Oh, yeah. It's Kanye West. All falls down. See, do songs like that go down as a classic? Um, I don't know. 
Like, yeah, I guess what is a classic? What makes a classic record? But yeah, I guess that definitely does like epitomize an era, doesn't it, in pop music? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's important on that that tip, (laughs) yeah. Uh, You're on Fubar Radio. Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. Doc Brown is away today. Sarah and Hugh holding it down today. Yeah. Um, Now, this is really, really disturbing. I was just reading this in the the Metro this morning. And basically, what happened is a a young woman, her her name's Janine Hughes. Now, she was, uh, she ordered a latte from her local uh, Costa in uh, in Wales, where she lives, South Wales. And so apparently uh, what happened was she has a sip out of her latte that she's, uh, you know, ordered and left the left the store. And then she's like, that tastes really weird. It tastes almost a little bit irony. Irony, which is a weird thing to think when you're having a drink. It's not something you want to, <laughs> yeah, that would occur no, to you. No, no. Rusty coffee, you don't know what's going on. Um, so she takes off the lid and uh, looks inside the cup and it's uh, basically filled with blood. There's blood in her coffee. And for it to be the amount of blood Yuck. where it's like you could taste it. I know. That's really bad. That's really disturbing. Bad. <laughs> so she's like, she's losing her mind. She's completely Because oh she's just had God. a sip of this as well. It's kind of like, oh, that's really God. weird. Um, so I, she's taken it back to the counter and they've got, and she's just gone like, what What the hell is going on here? Um, she's furious, of course. And then the manager had come out and he said, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, we, you know, the barista had cut his finger. Um, he'd run off to fix it. Someone else had just grabbed the coffee and put a lid on it so they must have given it to you by mistake um, she's furious and all, all it says is that she has, uh, she's written a letter it's now obviously in the paper uh, but it doesn't all she said is that she's just got an apology but like would you really nah. would you want free coffees would you want you wouldn't want to go back there ever again I ain't going out like that it ain't no, no like I'm just walking home with a free coffee like no. oh look it, I got free coffee <laughs> I know yuck nah. <laughs> that is not how oh. that is ending that story no it's so way bad. like I'm a germaphobe right so I'm pretty, I am pretty a bad. bit as well but even if I just God, found... Do you like match made in heaven? Yeah. But even if I found like a drop, a drop on a lid or something like that, I'd yeah. be like, what? What's so fucking burn this place yeah. down? <laughs> yeah. Let alone enough where she's, she's like... She's criminal. She has literally said she's taken off the lid and just be... And it, it looked, there was enough blood in there that it looked like it was just filled with blood. Oh, my God. Oh. But dude must have been in, like, some critical condition to have been bleeding that him? much into her. <laughs> yeah, no one cares about him. <laughs> she's like, I want my free coffee. Oh. <laughs> I don't care if his life is at risk right now. It's really bad. I mean, it does happen from time to time, though. Like, you go out, you find things. I mean, I've had, I had this years ago. I was eating a, um, uh, like, a chicken snitzel or parma with a salad, and I found like a little uh, band-aid strip in the Ooh, salad. that's nice. And I was like, you know, for me... That extra spice. Being a germaphobe <laughs> and already had eaten half of that. Oh, God. And then looking into that, I'm just like, this is like my worst nightmare. Oh, I'm this like is traumatized my worst hearing about this. I'm never going to eat out again. Oh, it ain't cool. Oh, it ain't gosh. cool at all. Oh, you found the blaster. When people find stuff, I mean, I had a friend recently found, <laughs> I think he was eating a pasta or something and found like a, like a quid. Found a quid faster. <laughs> Bonus. I know. It's just weird. You kind of be like, man. Quids in. Oh, horror. Have you ever found no. anything disgusting? Oh, in food? Is this like just a, an accepted part of life that we have I think to? It is. Yeah, we just go along with. Yeah. Yeah. And well, people do it. People like you know eat half a meal, throw their own pubes in it, and go, "What is going on here? I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for that." No, but speaking of being like germaphobe, I remember there was like that uh, one of those hidden camera investigation programs into um, all those pre-packed sandwiches. How oh. they're made and then showing how grimy it is like how they're making these sandwiches in the factory oh yeah. I just dread to and that really has put me off I, I guess the, one of the worst things has got to be if you're eating something and a hair 
Yeah. That's I pretty know. bad. Yeah. But if the hair is in your mouth. Yeah. And I think oh. a short hair is worse than a long hair, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because <laughs> there's just curly? so much mystery <laughs> around a short You're hair. bald. How did I get a curly yeah. hair in my food if you're bald? Um, and you have no eyebrows. So, oh. yes. <laughs> oh, no, no, right, no. How about this one? This is probably the worst one I've heard. Right. In quite, apart, I know, apart from the blood one. I think this one, <laughs> this one pretty much equals par and par on the blood in the coffee. This is like an old, it's an urban myth. But okay. I like to think that it's true. Right. So this is, from, this is from a KFC in Australia. Right. Apparently somebody got a burger. They, um, they ordered their chicken burger, eat their chicken burger. And um, and they've taken a bite, and they're like, oh, idiots, I said don't put mayonnaise on it. Oh, furious. No, Took it back, you. and they were like, we didn't put mayonnaise on it. Open it up. There was a massive cyst on the chicken, and they'd oh. taken a bite. You thought it was going to sperm, but it wasn't sperm, no. <laughs> <laughs> there was a massive cyst, <laughs> a massive cyst on the chicken, and it had burst when they'd taken a bite, oh, and there Jesus was just Christ. chicken goo. Oh, all <laughs> I can say is, that's what you get. Oh. If you go to KFC, that's that's what you're eating anyway at yeah. KFC. Yeah. Whether or not it was apparent to you <laughs> visually, that's what you're eating from that place, basically. Oh. So, oh Jesus Christ, I don't know it's if terrible. that. I, I don't know what's worse than that or the blood actually. Yeah, I know chicken cyst or blood. But yeah, this is something that has happened to everyone. Yeah, well, let's get some everyone. stories in. You can tweet us at Fubar Radio. Uh, Literally, what have you found in your food or yeah. a drink or something that you've it's ordered? The worst thing or the best thing? Yes. Like the pound? Yeah. That was sort of like a little treat. That was a good one. I mean, <laughs> the people, the people get proposed to. You can go, oh, there's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's an engagement You're ring. You can right. choke on an engagement ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's sweet. Um, or give us a call as well on, uh, on 0330 223. Zero two hundred. That's zero double three zero two two three zero two hundred. We would and, love um, to hear from you. Yeah, we'll take your calls. We'll take your stories up next. Yeah, we had Queen B just. Uh, she just tweeted us at Fubar Radio. A bloody latte. <laughs> that is disgusting. Oh my god! I'm totally <laughs> with you. Absolutely, totally I think with you. People on Twitter seem like they're actually like running to vomit from hearing that story. Oh. I, I was honestly just like heave. Oh, no. hearing that. Oh, oh my really god! That's cool. a lawsuit. That's got to be oh, a lawsuit. Definitely straight up. Because she's, she's like, I'm getting paid. Well, especially her now. She's freaking out. Like it says in the article. Um, you, you can go and check it out. It's in today's Metro. It's uh, page seven. Um, she's saying that um, she's now got to wait for blood results. For the, blood test to see she'd find out she's got an infection or something like that because or AIDS or dirty something. blood. Is, is that the lady? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. She's, she's like, I'm not impressed. I'm taking this to the <laughs> top. <laughs> Very upset. Oh, and a letter from Costa. Oh, you just got to look at the story just to see her face. So she's like, I'm taking this all the way. <laughs> um, so yeah, hit us up on Twitter or give us a call right now and um, we'll get your stories up next on Fubar Radio with Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. That's D'Angelo and Vanguard. Till it's done, the name of that one. You're on Fubar Radio, Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. Yeah, that track is off D'Angelo's new album. Definitely go and check that out because it came out in December, but everyone was like, this is the best album of 2014. So mm. peep it. Black Messiah, it's definitely a shot in the arm. Compared to a lot of what I was seeing on um, the Grammys, I found that a little bit yeah. bland. Really. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But hey. yes, you're tuned into the show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, we've just been talking about um, a pretty disturbing story that we're reading in uh, Metro this morning about a girl from Wales who uh, basically ordered a coffee from a Costa, and um, and then uh, she took left the Costa, took a sip, she's like, "This tastes weird." Open up the lid; it's filled with blood. 
beautiful. Not like filled. It's not like it's a, you know, uh, you know, what's that vampire show, bloody, um, <laughs> um, yeah, when they drink the blood. What's the one, yeah, what's that I one called? I don't watch it. I but, forget um, what it's called now. We'll get back to you on we'll that. We'll get back to you on that yeah, one. But it was visible anyway. It yeah. wasn't like it was just one drop of blood. Oh. Which even that would have been like, I'm going to have a breakdown. Oh, no, it's really, really bad. And uh, we're not even, it doesn't even really say, like, you know, like what's happening from here. She apparently got a letter saying that, um, you know, uh, I, we apologise. It's a bit of a mistake. We stuffed up. Um, it's just how it goes sometimes, you know. Yeah, But it's a free latte. Oh, disgusting. I mean, in finding stuff in food, um, it really, it really can be, it can be bad. One thing though, would you? Are you the type of person where you send stuff back? Because I know people that are just so like hate sending stuff back to the point where, like, even if they were like, I've already found something disgusting in my food, if I send it back now, it's just going to get worse. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm always like, don't send it back. They're just going to spit in your food. Yeah. <laughs> no chef wants something returned to them. But yeah, no. There's sometimes where you've got to. I think if it's something like yeah, horrific, like blood or a piece of plastic, which I have found plastic in food before. Yeah, that's bad. Which didn't really add too much to the flavour, but it was pretty unpleasant. No. Uh, yeah, the possibility of choking on it or something. But um, yeah, I think uh, in those circumstances. Yeah, you've got to send it back, man. Yeah, you've got to. But it's... anything lower than that, no. <laughs> for me, I'm like, I don't want to deal with this food. Already, I've been put, my appetite has been ruined. I don't want to deal with this now that I've offended the chef. Yeah. You know, <laughs> let's just draw and a line under it. They and keep will it power. Moving. They can do whatever they want to your food. They yeah. can do whatever they I'll want. I'll just have bottled water, thanks. I know. It, it is a really, it's tough. I mean, the thing, like, people find bugs and stuff like that. I found some bugs. Like a cockroach, you think, oh, that's disgusting, Ooh. but they're really clean. Cockroaches are apparently really clean. So and it's a, a vital source of protein. Great source of protein. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So really. But, you know, apparently that's what they're saying is the future of, like, the human diet is reverting back to eating insects and grubs and things like that. Because, yeah, it's like you get loads of protein without damaging the environment. I know. It tastes like shit, though. I'd rather, get, <laughs> I'd rather a bloody latte than to eat a bloody grubby, grubby grub. Hey, um, we had uh, Queen Bee. She tweeted us at Food Bar Radio. So she found a rather large bit of metal in a meal once. I think I can remember where, but won't name and shame in case I'm wrong. Mm. What a shame. You should have just taken wild stabs in the dark. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, any restaurant you want. There's no such thing as bad promo. No, absolutely no, It's not. all good promo. Oh, that's yuck. But, um, no, in, and then, of course, you do find quite... Um, Lavish dishes, travelling in, DJing in Cambodia, found, (laughs) um, I did almost eat a tarantula. Whoa. Yeah. But everyone's like, yes, it's delicious, get involved. Yeah. But um, no, I didn't um, have the balls. No. No pun intended or anything Well, 0330-223-0200, if anyone has some balls that Sarah could have, that would be amazing. (laughs) Not really a big fan. (laughs) that's, That's not how this works? That's not how this works? Oh, my bad. Oh, oh, my bad. If you have some balls, which I really misread that. I really, I really, I really misread this whole thing. Uh, coming up next, uh, Sarah Love, you're a, you're a DJ. I'm a DJ too. We had I had some very very funny things happen on the weekend. Um, so what I want to do is shit people say to DJs. And that, the shit, the shit that people say to DJs. Um, some pretty wild stuff. I had a couple of real doozies on the weekend. Um, I'll share with you up next. Right after the Black Eyed yeah. Peas, you're on Fubar Radio, Sarah Q and Doc Two. Doc Brown's away today. Black Eyed Peas, Joints and Jams. Haven't heard that for ages. 
I know. Yes. And it's funny because it's like there was that Black Eyed Peas, then they sort of like morphed into this other Black Eyed Peas, and everyone was like, huh? Yeah. It's kind of like the rug was, people felt the rug was sort of pulled under their feet, isn't well, it? Well, it was kind of bridging the gap, was pretty much the gap that they bridged for themselves from being good and credible to <laughs> incredibly to shit. Fergie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, bless them yeah, for sharing Fergie with the world. Absolutely. That was a great and contribution she is, um, to Very mankind. brave. I heard that she was so nervous on her first big, like, stadium gig that she pissed her pants. And there's photos of it on the internet as well. Oh, she still got nice. up and did it, and she, you know, <laughs> yeah, been well, that I can nervous. Understand her, yeah, being oh. that nervous, you know, because when you have such little talent, it is quite daunting to <laughs> be thrown in the deep end <laughs> like that. I'm joking. It's I all love love. No, I know nothing about. I've never seen her live, anything like that. But yeah. she doesn't really tickle me fancy. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, uh, you're on Fubar Radio. Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. Doc Brown is away today, and uh, coming up not too far away, uh, we're going to be joined on the show by. Absolute legend, uh, large professor from uh, from the states, producer, rapper, just all round cool everything. guy. And that's the other thing that's great about him is he's such a nice dude. And I think that really counts for a lot in the music industry because it's great if you're like super talented and you have wonderful things to offer. But you know when you're you're good when you meet someone you admire and they're an asshole, yeah, it's just like. <laughs> I know, yeah. Is, but it? yeah, that's not the case with um, with Fergie or <laughs> Will I Am or Kanye maybe, or maybe Fergie, <laughs> maybe Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, we're talking about him and talking about professions like that. So your profession, obviously, a big part of your career is uh, is, is DJing. Yes, um, it's a very very curious thing. I've been DJing for about sort of a ten or eleven years, twelve years now, something like that. So, and you just, especially uh, more so in bars or clubs and stuff like that, rather than other things where people can still get access to you. To you know, whether it's ask get a, access to get you. access yeah. to you to ask a request, say some really really weird shit. Yeah. Um, but it's very very regularly that people uh, come up and say strange things. I know there's a yeah. bit of a thing about you know that uh, the shit that people say to DJs. Yeah, you must have had some great. I'm sure there's been some strange things happen. Yeah, over the years. Yes, no, most definitely. I mean, I've been DJing now. Goodness me, professionally for 15 years, mm. and um, yeah, you. I think it's the combination of there being a, a excited. People people alcohol yep. <laughs> loud yep. music yeah. is like a perfect mixture for like incoherent like Ugh. some kind of rapport going on with you and um, people in the crowd but yeah all kinds of um, weird behaviour where you're like okay you're just drunk let's just yep. move away yeah absolutely yeah. and they don't they get very they can get very very um, convinced that what they're doing is the right thing to do yes because they know best well I had a girl get quite angry at me um, when I was DJing on Sunday at a joint in Shoreditch, and she came up to me. For starters, she came up, and uh, the first thing she said was, she just sort of stared at me for a while, like just giving me like these weird sort of cold eyes. And I'm like, okay. And then she leans over, and I'm like, yeah, okay, what, what's going on? She's like, my boyfriend's a rapper. I was like, is he? That's, that's great. She's like, hmm. Cool. All right. Good chat, lady. <laughs> yeah. That was the first thing it's she said to me, me right? That was Aww. the first thing she said to me. I was like, great, great. Um, and then she came up maybe about half an hour later, and she's like, could you play some, like, real hip-hop, some, like, real rap? And I was like, oh, I've kind of been playing hip-hop for, like, the last hour or so. Like, well, I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> what on earth do you mean? What did you have in mind? She was like, you know, real rap, like, you know, Iggy Azalea, real shit. <laughs> and I was like, mm, maybe sit the next one out, baby. <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe sit the next one out. What do you reckon? <laughs> I'd, probably, I'd probably stop talking for a bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just a little while. <laughs> Poor Giles. Oh, back God. to you on that one. Yeah, I know. No, those, but I realised as a DJ, the best way to deal with those odd requests is just be like, I'll work on that for you. Not sure, but I'll work on it for yeah. you. And then they're like, oh, good. 
I'll have a look. But then there's the persistent ones who were like, hold on, I did ask you two minutes ago if you played like the Iggy Azalea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they can get, and they can get quite nasty. I had a, no, I, you know, actually, shit, I've had quite a few this weekend. I've had Mm-mm. quite a, because I DJed Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I've had quite a few. I went on, uh, on Saturday, or was it Friday? I can't remember now. But she, a girl came up to me, she was like, uh, can you play some Taylor Swift? Um, it's my, it's my birthday. Can you play some Taylor Swift? And I was like, I don't, I don't have, I don't even have any Taylor Swift. Yeah. I wouldn't even know where I to start. I barely know who the girl is, to be um, And she was like, how the fuck did you get a job as a DJ if you don't even have Taylor Swift? She's like, what, Damn. what are you, like, how she did you even get this with job? You. She's like, right, she's rolling up the sleeves. She was. Like, let's take this I was to the really streets. offended. I was like, ow, lady. Wow, you're cutting me deep here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about like, trying to pay my bills. I don't have the same taste of music as you. I'm sorry. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Wow. You have to come up and abuse me. <laughs> Shit, break me down. Yeah, no. I, I guess that is kind of a golden rule of DJing that a lot of DJs have, isn't it? Is mm. old requests. Yeah, you got to trust the. It's like you wouldn't tell the bus driver how to drive, would you? Yeah, you would yeah. be like, excuse me, you should have turned your indicator on a oh. little bit sooner than that. They would love that. <laughs> they I'm would. Like, enough just not to get just don't get closed in the door i got closed in another door on the way here oh bus driver they really don't like me for some reason um you know actually friend of a mutual friend of ours flagrant who's a dj um he had a really good one he made a little sign up that said request 20 bucks <laughs> right and people and pe- some people every now and then we go yeah yeah no sweat and give him 20 bucks. And he'd be like, oh, shit. Wow. Okay. That actually worked. <laughs> Damn. I was like, Sell out. I had another one on the weekend where a guy come up, asked me for something, and I was like, nah, man. I, don't, like, I have, actually haven't even heard of that. I don't even know what that is. And he's like, all right, all right, cool, come on. He's like, he's like no, jump off. He's like, come on. I got this I got this unlocked, mate. Don't worry. I'll do a little iPod jam out for like, you know, 15. You just, you know, sit this one out. And he's like trying to like push me out of the booth. And I'm like, what? Fresh hell is this? Yeah. What is going on here? Like, yeah, go ahead, just plug in. It's really, it's cool. really weird. I'll just pop off to the bar for a while. You take over, you random stranger in the club. What do you think it is? It's like people just don't think of it as like looking at you going, this is your job. It's a complete lack of understanding it of the be. process. Yeah. I think that, that's what it is. But I think it's also enthusiasm. Like people are just having a good time. They're not thinking straight. Yeah. They're not thinking, okay, I could get punched in the face right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> They're not really thinking it through fully, are they? Oh, God. No, but um, I, I have been known to just straight up be like to people not paying it, don't own that kind of rubbish. Yeah. So step off. Do you get people get upset? Have I had people get upset? Because no, I think it's always delivered with a smile. Mm. So it's like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. No. Aww. No. No, but you know what? Last week I actually saw um, DJ Newmark, um, who's from the group Jurassic 5, yeah. and uh, he's got a new project out with um, Slim Kid from Farside. And um, at their, he was doing like a DJ set before their performance. And um, a girl jumped on stage, drunken girl jumped on stage to make a request. And so he just stopped the music and put the microphone in her face. And he was like, what? <laughs> was that what were you saying uh, she was like no 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 oh brilliant so just like yeah that's terrorized her back into her place it. that is how you handle it i yeah. like that i, I know i was really quite impressed i was like wow how did i not think of that <laughs> that's brand new large professor from his uh forthcoming album reliving and we're going to be speaking to him a little later in the show and that's one thing i always like about large Professor. he's always got those kind of like lovey-dovey songs yeah nice you know, how do you guys love. know each other anyway Hip hop man, yeah. yeah. I guess it's just like the hip hop circles and everything. Like it's all into it's all like one degree of separation in hip hop, isn't it? So yeah. yeah, it's just like through through music. I guess I'm trying to think when I even first um, met him. But yeah, I was a fan for many years. So then to finally meet him was like, oh that's amazing. My God. 
world. Yeah. Kind of thing. But yeah. yeah, he's always got those lovey, lovey, dovey tunes that we we all need a bit of those in our lives. Amazing. He's going to be joining us on the phone from the states in uh, in less than fifteen minutes. So that's going to be really good. Um, you're on Fubar Radio. Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. Doc Brown is away today. We don't know. Exactly why he's away. I know. I was guessing that, oh, well, it's half term, you know, uh, being yeah. a family man. Maybe he's like away doing fun things with the family and kids and everything, keeping them occupied. But, um, or maybe he's just dodged all that. And he's like, you know what? I'm going on holiday. You oh, guys have actually, a great half term. No, no, sorry. You're absolutely right. He is away on holiday. On his own. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's like, like, no, completely forgot he said that. Yeah, he said that he's um he's gone to see a mate somewhere. He's gone overseas somewhere to see a friend. Well timed. For the week. Yeah, yeah, half term. Very, very <laughs> suspiciously. Like, dusted his hands off of all those responsibilities. Hey, I'm talking about um, school, though. This is uh, interesting. There's an uh, article I was just reading. Uh, compulsory sex education in all primary schools. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great idea. I think especially now from compared to when I was a kid, um, you know, that how much further, you know, our technology has come since mm. then, which is a long time ago. Because I'm old. <laughs> 33. I'm told I was old the other day. I'm old now. Um, but it is quite scary. And I think the, um, you know, from kids, you know, say when they were my age, most kids, we seem to sort of find out more about sex when you're probably, you know, I don't know, 10 or somewhere around that. It seemed like kids... You mean our generation? Yeah, or our generation. Or somewhere around then you start to, you know, piece piece it all together or however you figure it out. Yeah. But I think now you've got kids that are like five or six are being uh, exposed to porn and stuff like that because That's it's just so... crazy. It's on the phone, it's on the, you know, it's on the computer, or the whatever, however Accidentally or however... It could be yeah, accidentally... I think it's kind of crazy. So I think it's a good idea, um, you know, uh, like this, you know, having a compulsory education because it does, it's a big part. You don't want people to feel weird about it. It's a part of life, but I, you want to know how to do it safely. And I you think want to, it's important. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But no, of course, there's lots of people who are like, hell no. I mean, my niece was telling me that there were kids taken out of her school for when they were doing the um, sex education class because the parents were like, nope, we don't agree to this. Which yeah. I was like, that's a shit. That's a loss. It is because, they, and you might grow up feeling a bit repressed about it, like you're doing something wrong. Or da, 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 da. And then you know what happens then? <laughs> then of course you go, okay, well now I'm going to go and work in bondage because I really <laughs> yeah. need to take it to the other extreme. Now <laughs> I that need I'm a gimp mask. Yeah, yeah. but um, no, I'm all for it. I think being just because the fact of the matter is, this is the reason why we're all here. Mm. So we should be able to speak openly about it to and get laid. Yeah, that's exactly. why we're here. That's you. why we're here. You. <laughs> Let's just be real. <laughs> no, but no, got got to be direct. I mean, my dad told me how his his my grandma <laughs> taught him about the birds and the bees by saying, I think it's Mae West who said, uh, "Is that a gun in your pocket, or are you yeah. just happy to see me?" And then she was like, "You see what she's talking about there? That's when a man gets an erection." Oh. So she was quite direct about it, which I thought that was pretty forward thinking considering it was like the 50s or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that but, is. Um, yeah, so I think, oh, yeah, so we were always told that it's something you should feel free to speak about. Mm. Shouldn't be a taboo subject. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's all, <laughs> I don't know, for like the, the, the gap, I think it'd be good to sort of start at, um, you know, start from the start and not just go straight to something like when <laughs> I was a kid and I heard somebody said um, at school, one of the older kids or something said something about a head job. And I, in my mind, <laughs> yeah. I carried this around for weeks thinking that it was where, bear with me here, uh, bear with me, I thought a head job was when you put your head inside someone else's bum. Fair enough. That's a reasonable conclusion to get to, I guess. And why, but, and then... 
and then it somehow came up uh, at home that that's what I thought it was. Um, and then uh, my parents were like, no, no, well, we want to, you know, we wanna, we're going to be open and da-da-da. And then they told me what it was, and I was just like in shock. I was wow. like, are you serious? People do that? <laughs> like, why they, the hell would you want to do what? that? They do what? <laughs> Seriously, why? it was so much better when I thought you just put your head up someone's ass. <laughs> yeah. That was way better. That's this disgusting. This is insight into your, the workings of your mind. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, what happened? Do they blow up like a balloon? I, I didn't get it. Like, what happens? What happened? Oh I don't understand. Oh, gosh. No. Oh, bless you. Yeah. Bless your cottons. Your yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I still kind of think that. I still kind of think that. Yeah, 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 aspirations. Well, yeah, oh, I've got to be open-minded, you know, yeah. to discover new things. I think, seriously, though, I do think it is. Uh, this is a good idea because, um, and even just talking to fre- friends now who have kids and stuff, da, 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 and it's just, um, you know, I think it's it's a much much different world now. Not only with the internet, but just even everything, you know, that the kids are exposed to on TV and da da da. And it's yet- off key, man, because it's like when you think there's kids who are fans of like Nicki Minaj mm. or. Beyonce even or whoever I don't know what the kids listen to these days mm. but I mean it's like imagine if you're learning about these things from watching like the Anaconda video or something yeah. nah I'm no. not having my kids go out like that nah nah no. <laughs> well, you know but that's also why it's important for parents to you know be able to speak openly with their kids about these things because otherwise they're going to look for the answers like you know down the club in the West End or Old Compton Street or um, yeah on these uh, crazy gangster rap videos yeah, and everything yeah. So, and yeah that's not the right way to learn no. God it would be an awkward conversation though sitting down with your kids and going shit I'm really sorry I have to do this <laughs> Yeah, but it's important and now's the time there's a few things you need to know there's a few things you need <sighs> I mean I speak Damn. openly with my nieces and nephews about it and like we just have a good giggle they think yeah. it's like really hilarious when they <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I mean <laughs> So it's, they're taking a more light-hearted approach, I yeah. think, is is the way. And the more at ease that you are to talk about it, the more they're going to be like, yeah, this is just normal to discuss these things. That, do you know what? That is actually probably a good way to take a light-hearted approach about it. That's much better. Yeah. I said, Look, here's what happened, kids. Basically, <laughs> a woman and a man, or a man and a man, or a woman and a woman. Basically, when they love each other. When they love each other. And it doesn't matter anyway because guys are really crap at it. So it's basically something that women just do. Because it's <laughs> out of obligation yeah. for their partner, and they don't—it's not really that enjoyable for them. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine, and that's pretty much what obligation happens. for the human race. It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, really not looking forward to that one. I but I tell you what, I am looking forward to. Um, we are really, really close now to being joined on the line by large professor, producer, oh rapper, absolute just pioneer legend from it's over just in the states. Incredible, like his resume, as the Americans would say. Um, you know, the artists that he's he's worked with, and like certified classics. I mean, common. Uh, the rapper Common, he's like now, you know, superstar, mm. Grammy winning uh, Hollywood actor. And it's just like incredible his uh, beginning. But yeah, you know, Large Professor definitely played a role in uh, the makings of his reputation and everything too. So there's just so many people that he's like influenced and played a part in their, their careers. But yeah, I think, um, are we going to have time for another extra P song? Yeah. In fact, Nice. it ain't hard to tell right now. So he produces. Yes. And just the Amazing. other day, what um, I, I was just so excited because Nas, um, released a classic album called Illmatic which mm. had like some of the best producers on including Large Professor and just the other day he was performing at the NBA All-Star Game uh, with Christina Aguilera and yeah it just um, reminded me of like oh 
I'm so proud of you, large professor, oh. for contributing towards this masterpiece. Oh, that's but amazing, yeah, this is the, the the classic large professor production. Nas, it ain't hard to tell. Oh man, it's super keen. <clears throat> but yeah, keep said. it locked. Coming up next on mm. Food Bar Radio, tweet us and um, yeah, get in touch. Food Bar Radio. It's Nas, it ain't hard to tell, produced by Large Professor. You're on Fu- uh, Fubar Radio, Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. Uh, Doc Brown is away today, but he'll be joining us uh, next week. But we are very, very lucky right now to be joining the man who we just heard from, Large Professor. He's joining us right now. Good, mo- uh, good afternoon, sir. Ah, good afternoon. Peace, peace, peace. Oh, it's so great to hear your voice. I don't know if you're hearing me very well, though, on the line. Yeah, yeah, now I hear you. I hear you great now. Yeah, definitely. Oh, but no, it's wonderful to hear you. And um, yeah, we've had a few of your, your tracks in the show already today, including um, two of your, uh, the, the new single from your latest album, Reliving. Yes, 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 yes. Sounding Definitely. super fresh, and it's so exciting to hear new material from, you know, a golden era producer. Tell us about the new record. Is that out already? What's happening with that? Okay, now the new project is slated to release in June. So uh, we just dropped a single. The song In the Scrolls was a tribute to Nas. We released that on his uh, birthday time. And we just released a video for the song Own World, which, uh, you know, is getting a nice little buzz out there. You know, cool, yeah. a cool joint. You know what I mean? Uh, just putting that out there to the world. I know. And you got Boogie Blind, my homeboy, on the cuts on that one, too. That oh, was, yeah. That, 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 that guy is incredible on the turntable. So I definitely had to get him. You know, that's a hometown hero of mine so definitely like i you know on the dj tip i definitely want to get him I'm, you know to uh, bless me with some scratches yeah and that's something that i've always appreciated about you and you know the good people in hip-hop how you're always showing love to like new talent or just talented people who deserve the the shine you re- mentioned and boogie blind there of course he's like the executioner's um family lineage and everything um but also of course you played like a massive part in um, nazi's career really as well and you know i think i feel uh you know that's such an important story in, in hip-hop what was it like being in, involved in such a golden uh era a golden record really well i mean with Nas, it was all natural so you don't think i mean obviously when you shoot you shoot for the stars and you you want to make everything count but it was just a natural thing. You know, he was an incredible talent, and I recognized that early. So I just wanted to make sure that he got the stage. Like, at that time, I had the stage, and I wanted to bring him to that stage and, you know, let him take the ball to the end zone or, you know, let him score his points from there, like how he did. And he did that, so that's that's a good thing. I know, Amazing. he's absolutely smashed it because yeah. he's like one of these real high-profile rappers but he's still very much true to the, uh, you know, the art form of, of, of hip-hop too without like, I don't think we can accuse him of being like a bit of a sellout or anything like that but no, it was wicked because the other day I seen him perform at the NBA All-Star Game and just doing that one verse of um, uh, New York State of Mind I was just like, yes! Hip-hop and yeah, they yeah, yeah. You know, but it's like and I just saw, I just... I just saw a, t- uh, a snippet that Timberland released of some supposed new material and the stuff that he was saying on that was incredible. So that was just good to, you know, and I, obviously I've spoken to him, you know, a few times like over the holiday season. But, um, I mean, he's still just as sharp as a tack. 
Definitely. Mm. It's amazing. I mean, you've, you've been so uh, influential and involved with so many other artists coming up. You know, as obviously Niles talking about, you know, with Common, people like this. Um, who, who were some of the people that were really influential and supportive to you when you were starting out? Uh, I had a mentor by the name of Paul C. that was, like, very influential in my production style. And God bless him. He's, you know, mm. but uh, Eric B. and Rakim... Koji Rap, a lot of the golden era guys wow. that I looked up to, like, they they kind of embraced me early. They recognized the hunger and just kind of, like, gave me that stage like I did for many others. And I'm just still rolling, just still rolling. But there's so many, so many, Incredible. so many. Grandmaster Cass. I mean, I could go back to the beginning, but, you know, like, it's just... You know, so many layers, so many layers. I know, mm. such a beautiful thing. And another <laughs> thing that I found so, like, exciting, I think, in that sort of 90s era, like, you were referencing some people, like, from the more 80s, early beginnings, but, like, how there was, like, this healthy competition going on between producers. So, like, on that Nas album, it was, like, you did a lot of the production. You had Pete Rock and Primo. But it was really, like, listening to you guys sparring against each other on the beats. Was it always friendly, or was it ever kind of, like giving each other evils across the mix. Oh, no, we were always comrades, you know, like from day one when I met Premier and Guru, like we were at a cable uh, a cable video station, you know, just kind of trying to promote our projects and everything, and we just had the camaraderie there. Law Finesse was along with them at that time, so we all met at that one time. Pete Rock, he played my first record ever. Like, he's the first person to ever play a main source lost professor record ever. Wow, I so that, that dude is like I, I you know, I, I love him to the end, you know, and, and loyal to him to the end. And uh I mean L E S that's that guy used to work with my father in the hospital. So it was just like old family. It was all love. Like and you know, it's just you know, when you go you, like I said, you, you shoot you you make sure that you trying to make the best that you can, but for me, like I'm not trying to, you know, outshine or have any kind of competition you know it's just adding on you know god's bill kind of thing definitely where are you are you based now in uh in new york still yes yes in queens new york by the globe by the by the unisphere so, right up the block from the unisphere where's your where's your studio like give us give us an idea of a day a day in the life of large professor what insights what goes on uh Music, music, not not much, uh, not much television. Uh, music and social media, just listening and and cleaning and organizing is because so much. I, I have so much, so much music, so much uh, cakes, sneakers, and clothes, <laughs> and just everything. It's just it's just organizing files, daily organization. What 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 are we talking here? Sarah and I were just talk- <laughs> we were just talking about our kicks collection uh, ourselves. Um, what, what are you looking at here? Numbers. How many pairs? How many pairs? Uh, well, see, I've, I've been trying to narrow down lately. <laughs> it's so hard, been, and I mean, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's with tears. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. but I got it. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm maybe like a nice 15 to 20, like solid, you know, and then there are extras. There are 
this special year. occasions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I do mine in like a rotation system. So I have like my Sunday chillers right at the top. I only wear those when I know they're not going to get dirty at all. And then I have other pairs right. that sit underneath that. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, these ones are pretty fresh, but I'm willing to wear these to a club. I'm willing to wear these to a club from going out. And then there's other ones that just keep getting further down the list, further down yeah. the list. And then they work right, on like a rotation right. system. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and I have a, a, I have like performance pairs yeah, that I yeah. you know, all right, these are the ones <laughs> yeah. that I hit the stage with. Then I have the ones that are like, okay, here I'm taking out the garbage with the, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 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 But I have yeah. to make like a really sad confession. I have, I actually, because I've just, I, I'm too afraid to even count how many kicks I have because I'm like, this is obscene now. Yeah. I own far too many. So, uh, but I have like, them all on my hard drive so rather than having to go through my wow. right my, no, that's collection nice. on the shelves yeah. i'm like hmm, nice. i'm wearing this and this so <laughs> let me just flick this remember that film clueless how she had her wardrobe <laughs> yeah, that's like a good digital. idea i know but it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> to admit that that's really good no see i was like that i was like that at one time i was uh i was i mean i really had too many i i don't you know it was just it was just crazy like it was there's too many and uh I was thinking of putting pictures on all of the boxes and everything. And I, I, I had to stop and just like, wait, this is getting crazy now. Like, I, I need to kind of cool out. It was just getting crazy. <laughs> Truly like, a man oh, after amazing. my own heart. But that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good now idea. Now you're going to bite my style now. You're going to bite my style. Digitalize the kicks. <laughs> hey, uh, we're joined yeah. by a uh, large professor from the stage right now on the line. Um, you cool to stick around? We want to play one of your tunes now and then, uh, and then yes. keep, keep chatting, if that's all right. Yes. Fubar Radio. You're on Fubar Radio. Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. Doc Brownie's away today, and uh, that was Large Professor in the scrolls. And, and we've they... got the main man, Extra yeah. P, on the phone line with us, oh, live and direct yes. from New York. Yes. So there exciting. Yes. Oh, that that warms my heart to hear you say that. <laughs> no, but what right. a wonderful! I mean, that last track though—that's from your 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 fourth coming album. You said that that tune was uh, dedicated to Nas. Yes, reliving. It's called reliving, and uh, it was because he kind of shouted me out on the J Cole track, and it was like, wow, you know that that's nice right there. So, um, damn right, I kind of you know I sent him the track for him to use. And he was busy, you know, he was kind of doing his thing, going around. And I said, well, it would be a good idea if I just kind of did a tribute to him. And so that's what that is right there. That's ill. Amazing. And I love that. Well, I just, to me, that's just the natural order of things. He should be shouting you out at every opportunity he gets, really. But, like, to me, I sit, when I think of Lars Professor, I think he has got to be hip-hop's favorite person. Like, I've never encountered anyone in hip-hop, and I've been in this game a little minute. No, but, um, you know, okay, whoever okay. has anything bad to say about you, like, you have such a untarnished reputation musically and just as a person, too. Like, you know, how how do you do it? How how are you so loved? No, well, I mean, all of, because I'm in here organizing. I'm not really out in the streets. I'm not out, you know, acting silly or anything. I'm just kind of getting all these records together and putting these beats together and just... You know, hooking my friends up. I, you know, Nori, I just uh, hooked something up for them for the new CNN project. And, you know, so I'm just, I'm a busy guy. And, you know, a lot of times when you're busy, like, you can't get get twisted up in the tomfoolery. You know oh, come on. You can't, you're not, you're not a robot. You're a human being. What was the last really, really shit thing you did? What was something <laughs> 
Come on, there's got to be something. The, Spill some dirt you on yourself. The last what thing that well, I did? What's the last bad thing you've done? Bad something that's a bit shit. Oh, bad Ma- thing. Maybe uh, you're mean to someone. I just ate a box. I just ate a, I ate a whole box of Teddy Grahams. Come I on, <laughs> that <laughs> is naughty. Come on, one more than that. Come on, you can't be that perfect. Come on. Um, no, no, no. Okay, well, I, I rolled on the wall at you know what I'm saying. I, I rolled at a wall on the wall at one of the uh, venues. You know what I mean? The, the old graffiti tag. He came out and I just, you know, started tagging up on the wall. Amazing. There we go. That's 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 their privilege yeah. to get yeah. to tag up their wall, man. <laughs> that ain't not either. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know you're doing something right when you're even trying to fuck up someone's property and they love you so much they go, Thanks. They yeah. go, Thanks for doing that. You're like, oh, okay. We appreciate Amazing. it. Right. And you know, I've got to say the other reason why I think like you have such a dope reputation in hip hop is the remixes, man. Like, you know, I think there was an era... To me, you are, like, have done some of the illest remixes ever in the history of hip-hop. And I say, it's like, you and Pete Rock, again, it was sort of like you two sparring it out in the um, 90s with the ill ill classic uh, 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 remixes. Like, what was that like? What are some of your favourite remixes, like, that you've done? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, thank you, first off, then, but to comment, the Slick Rick... Like, yes. it was really an honor to work with Slick Rick. Mm. That guy is incredible. Like, and, and he's English. I mean, Let's just, like, remind everyone of that. To start with a remix and then to actually work with him was, like, that, that was great to see that. I mean, yeah. I learned so much in the studio from him and everything. Uh, I just recently did a, a nice remix for Blue. Yes. Oh my God, I love that. that. And the original was produced by M. Phases, who we spoke to last week as well on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I did a nice remix for Diamond District recently. That was that was kind of nice. And then there's another uh, group called Son of Sam that I just did a nice uh, remix out in uh, on your side of the pond. I think. Yeah, kind of nice. They had something with uh, with uh, Master Ace that I kind of hooked up. So I mean, that's that's. That's been a nice little resurgence, like the remix thing. A lot of people have been revisiting that idea, so yeah. you know, I'm all for it. I'm just I mean, getting busy, just getting busy. Yes. Now, you are a certified king of the remix. Another one of my favorite all-time, well, two of my favorite all-time hip-hop remixes. One is the Organized Confusion, who we spoke to, uh, Farrah Monch, on the show a couple of weeks back as well, is your stress yes. remix. That is like yes. I love that. And yeah, also- that was my joint. Yeah, yeah, that was my joint. That was that was <laughs> that was fun because we all got together for that one. Like it wasn't like you know they sent me the files and I just did what I did. Like we all got together and we re-vocal the tracks and everything so it was really nice yeah that was that was good yeah um, and it seems like quite yeah. a different process nowadays because like you're saying then you got together or how you were in the studio with Nas or like you know the way the music is incubated and gets made is quite different now isn't it don't you reckon yeah absolutely yeah definitely and like, I feel like we're losing old. something because of that uh it's, it has it, it has its advantages and disadvantages I mean you 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 seeing we're we're now seeing a lot of nice different combinations that we might not have seen in the past because of you know the ease of the internet and just being able mm. to like uh you know this one like the the international album the uh the album that the I can't think of it right now but they did the whole album on the internet like and that was early that was like early oh oh five oh six I forgot the name of the album but 
it was dope. Like in that that idea kind of sprouted a, a, a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, I like that heart glass half full foreign mentality. Exchange, that you have. Right, that's what foreign I'm exchange. Of, foreign yeah. exchange. How have you right. found? Like, because you've been right. in the game for such a long time as well. How have you found? Like, uh, you know, the, uh, obviously the the writing process and stuff with being able to have such reach with people around the world now from the net. Do you um, do you like the way that it's sort of the things have changed with technology as it's changed, or do you do you prefer just the, you know the, the good old days where it's just literally you you all have to be in the studio collabing together to do it like that? Uh, yeah, like I said, it's double-edged because in some instances it's good and in some it's like uh, it would have been more potent if the guys would have gotten together mm. in the studio. But, uh, I mean, it's, for hip-hop, you know, hip-hop has never had any rules and it's always been this kind of rough-cut kind of music. So it, it's all it's all good, but in some instances it's like... Ah, uh, if those guys would, you know, that would have been a little bit more yeah. powerful. If those guys would have been in there, you know, Vibing sometimes out. you can actually, you can actually hear the cut and paste in some of the music, mm. and that's when it gets kind of ah, uh, like ah, uh, we, you know, it would have been better if they got in. But I mean, um, overall, it's acceptable, you know, yeah. especially in hip hop. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. But um, the but- difference in mics. You know, when you can hear the difference in mics and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like it's, yeah. yeah. I know. There's so, I mean, I could just nerd out with you for like hours talking about all these <laughs> kind of intricacies. It's like, yes, but the compression was different on that one to the previous track. Hey, you know. can, I, can I ask you though, how did you guys actually meet each other? How did you guys know? How do you guys know each other? See, I mean. Uh, we, we, I think it was at the Hope Lounge or something like that. Like I was DJing and uh, Jay Wu was in the, in the in the place. Yeah, in New York. Yeah, this is it. And I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> you don't know me, yeah, but I, I know you. <laughs> I think it was the Hope Lounge. Yeah, like I I was bugging out like DJing and word and just everybody was in the place and yeah. just like in the name of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's just everybody just just chilling out and just vibing and, and, and you seriously and throw out. down as a DJ as well like that's another thing which is like so, so dope but yeah, you know quietly, I normally I, yeah no you do but normally I try to like hold back from being too much of a fangirl and like um, terrorising <laughs> people but in this instance doing a pretty shit I, job right now yeah, doing a pretty no, bad job right now in this instance when I saw the man Shapiri, I was just like no I don't give a damn yeah. I'm sorry dude oh, you're amazing. the G but I'm, yeah. I'm glad I'm, I'm happy for that slot to have opened up up to because that was that's the original that's the origin like you know you can't or you a lot of people from my era shouldn't you know they should know how to rock on the turntables before samplers and you know so I just that was protocol for me it's like first and foremost you're supposed to know how to rock on the turntable so that was never kind of really tooted out there so I'm glad that that slot has kind of you know a little bit of light has been shined on that slot like hey this guy is pretty good on the turntables too i mean i'm not a boogie blind i'm not a rob swift for any of them dudes but <laughs> i have my own style I my it's own. funny if we were just talking uh, uh last professor we were just talking before about shit people say to djs because um, sarah and i both dj um and somebody said to me recently like literally i was uh, using turntables and they were like shit do people still do that 
Yeah, I've had that a few times recently. I was like, wow, yeah, I don't play off my phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't play off my phone, yeah, cheers. Not using the iPods. (laughs) Yeah, but no, it's so lovely to have you join us. And, you know, I'm just so excited to hear more from the record. I'm loving the the new uh, video for Own World. That's coming off of your forthcoming album, Reliving, which is dropping in June. Make sure everyone picks that one um, up. And, yeah, we've played you a few different um, large professor flavours in in the show. And I think we've got uh, one more out of the, the back of this to play you. Like I was saying, before um, your man, large professor XP, um, he's one of the illest yeah. remixes in the game, and I think this has to go down as a classic. What an ill CV, uh, resume you have collaborating with people like Common on this track, Resurrection, um, back in the yeah. day. Yeah, what a beautiful contribution to the world you've made. Thank oh. you, thank you. We love you, you for it. I'm getting oh, shivers. Wow. I'm getting shivers. Right. But it's true. These things need <laughs> to be said. No, 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 no. I, don't, I don't think he wants to go now, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good with me. No, it's been a Absolute pleasure and honour having you on the show, uh, Large Professor. Thank, thank you, you so much, sir. Yes. And stay warm out there yes, in New York. Thank you all very much. Fubar Radio. Resurrection. I'm like beaming right now with joy. Just like that's the effects that hip-hop superheroes have on me. That was amazing. That's a co- common <laughs> resurrection, the Large Professor remix. Uh, if you've just joined us, Large Professor was just on the line from the States. And it yes. Was a pretty and special moment. I there, know. Right? So if you missed that, you definitely need to listen back um, to uh, the interview on our SoundCloud. And make sure you check out the podcast as well on iTunes. They're up live and rolling. This is Sarah Hugh and Doc too, but Doc is missing today. Doc is missing. Doc's away. That's yeah, right. He'll he, be back. He'll he, be back next he week. He cleverly coincided his holiday with half-terms so then he didn't have to deal with any of those like parental responsibilities. <laughs> it does actually make me laugh how many friends of mine are just like, I cannot wait for these holidays yeah. to be over. What's crazy? I mean, my <laughs> sister, she has four kids now that are all under 11. Aww. Which is a lot, a lot to deal with. Um, so That's it's lovely. pretty crazy. And I think the thing is when it does come to things like half term and stuff like that, like you've just got to... You've got to basically, A, just, just go, shit, I'm going into battle here. I'm just going to have yeah. to deal with it. And then it's trying to figure out what to do. What do you do with the kids? I know. What do you, I mean, my parents had quite an interesting approach to parenting, I guess. Yeah, because I'm one of four. And I think um, my dad says it's camaraderie through adversity. Because I think we were just basically like left to our own devices mm. while they were off swanning around the world like Doc was doing. Uh, <laughs> no, let me not <laughs> give yeah. Doc the same reputation as my bad parents. No, my parents are wonderful. But yeah, my best friends. She has five kids under the age of 10 and two sets of twins. And the twins are a year and a half apart. Oh, two sets of twins and she, her, her mum is a twin and her grandma had triplets and twins I was like girl you better watch out because next time it's going to be triplets oh. but yeah so imagine that two sets of twins 18 months apart in age that oh, is man, just quite crazy. incredible so yeah well, I was hoping that we could um, speak with her today to see how she does it I never hear this girl complain either yeah no not to you, not to your face yeah, not to my face. She, she cries she herself gives, to sleep every night. Basically. Two sets of twins. Isn't that amazing? Oh, man, that's just full on. I know. And she's just like proper. That is the definition of a superhero, man. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Go on, girl. Hey, yeah, we wanted to know uh, some some suggestions to help out people like Sarah's friend, what they can do um, for half term. Um, we've got Jennifer from Manchester joining us. Good day, Jennifer. Right. Okay. Yes, I want to make my tea. <laughs> I'm to- going to make my tea. Okay, well, yeah. sorry, say again. I couldn't quite hear that. 
Jennifer. Jennifer, what did you say? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Hello. Hello, Jennifer. <laughs> you're live on air. Yeah. Oh, oh, just, oh, my God. We you're just kidding me. Oh, whatever, whatever you do, don't say shit or fuck. You're live. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Good. Oh, but you oh, see, it's the God. multitasking during half term, isn't it? Where there's so, so much going on. Oh. It's hard to keep an eye on everything. Are you I looking at the kids this half term? Oh, my goodness. You're entertaining the children this half term, is that right? Oh, yes, yes. So it's just like trying to get the food done and, you know, get everything done and what have you. Shopping, you know, I never stop, to be honest. How many kids are with you? How many kids do you, do you have? I'm assuming uh, they're they're nieces. I, haven't, I, I don't have any children myself, but I have nieces. Oh, so they can like stay me. with me, my nieces, yeah. Mm. And then you can give them back when you've had enough. Oh, yes, that's even better, you see. <laughs> see, that's the best yeah. of both worlds, really. Yeah. That's the game that I'm it's, playing as well. It is, definitely. And, I mean, we're going to have a popcorn night and a pyjama night tonight, so it'd be fabulous, you know. Oh, that's nice. See, I, 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 that's what I, um, I, I miss as well. Um, my nieces and nephews I'm really, really close with. They're back in Australia. So this is, like, you know, the, oh. the first time I've been away from them for this long in uh, pretty much in, my, oh. in their lives, Mom. in my life as oh, well. So, But yeah. we used to do nice stuff like that too, you know. I used to take the little one skateboarding and all sort of stuff. Oh. Yeah. My, my sis, I would go around and my sister would just be have this pleading look in her eyes. <laughs> Help me. It's oh. holidays, please, just do anything. <laughs> just anything ten minutes relief. What's oh, you're a great uncle. I can yeah, tell. I'm a bloody really yeah. good uncle. Too good, some people <laughs> I bet you are. Too good, some people would say. Fantastic. But I know there's lots of parents out there, or lots of people looking after kids this half term where they're like, oh my God, yeah. how the hell am I going to get through these 12 hours? What am I going to do to exactly. occupy the kids? Like, what are your suggestions, Jennifer? <gasps> well, we have like a boy and girl club, which is, you know, not far from where I am. And um, they've got lots of activities there where they can, you know, do climbing, table tennis, a bit of a football, the swimming, you know, all these great activities. So that keeps me sane for a couple of hours, you know, <laughs> drop them off there for about three hours and they can eat there and, and mingle with other children. You know, it's fabulous, really. And tire them, them out. Because I think that's also yeah. a helpful thing is you tire them out yeah. <laughs> so then they just yeah. collapse at 6pm. <laughs> <laughs> see, these oh. techniques. I'm experienced, auntie. I know about these techniques, you see. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Definitely. so it's quite, yeah, getting, just palming off the responsibility to other professionals, basically. Oh, yeah, let them deal with that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could get my nails done, you see. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Thank you so oh, much, thank Jen. You. Have a great afternoon. We appreciate the call. Well, thank you. Enjoy oh, half thank time. You so much. Hey, yeah, we're also joined by uh, Michael. Oh, yes. Is Michael your friend? Uh, my homeboy, yeah, yeah. Michael Parkinson, a oh. UK legend. <laughs> another UK hip-hop legend with us. Uh, we just yeah. a stream of hip-hop talent coming through this show. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I don't know. If I'm a legend and I'm a legendary <laughs> juggler, juggler of many <laughs> things and many tasks. I know. You're a legend you to know? me. <laughs> and you're legendary <laughs> on the father state. And also, I have to say that Michael Parkinson, he has um, also worked with um, M Phase who we had on the show ah, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, man. Big up. Yo, big deal. Big up Mark, man, on the Grammy as well, man. I know. Yeah, what's what's crazy, what? man. Yeah, yeah. Wild. And I know you've got, like, a gang of kids, haven't you, Parky? Yeah, I've got four. Um, literally, I came, yeah. You were good at it, mate. Great sperm. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> four. Luckily, well, luckily, our eldest is 14, so, you know, he helps out as well. But, yeah, we went on a boat ride today. Um to do pancake day and, and I ended up cooking and obviously the youngest is just like one and a half 
um, my other son is five and my daughter just turned eight. So, uh, yeah, well, so all, you were out with all four kids on the boat? Yeah, we were, yeah, we were out all day. Hold on, you we were making making pancakes on the boat? Yeah, yeah, and the Damn. crazy thing was, because, yeah, the crazy you thing was, I didn't, even, I, I didn't even get that much sleep because the night before I was at a show, um, it was an Ed OG terminology. I really break. wanted to go down yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, I was up, yeah, I was with them guys, yeah. So yeah, why didn't crazy, you call man. me, Parky? You know what, it was on a spare of the whim, I was meant to be shooting a video. Just cut the phone um, off now, Hugh, I've heard enough of his excuses. <laughs> what? I don't want to hear any he's more gone. He really is gone. <laughs> we'll bring you back. working, basically. I was there for work purposes anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, like, you know, yeah, it was just on a crazy one. I had to give out beat CDs as well, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, yeah I'm just like, I'm just, and then didn't get that much sleep, woke up, you had to be on this boat for Super dad. So it's like <laughs> endurance. Parky, that's really nice. So not only have you got the kids out on your boat, you're cooking pancakes, you're doing all stuff like yeah, that. I got an yeah. email from we just got an email from Karen in Surrey, um, and we were asking what what's a good thing to do for your kids on the half term. And she said, I put my son Bill in front of a mirror and he's been talking to himself for ages now. He's never been so entertained. So <laughs> that's the hands off parenting <laughs> approach. Yeah. See, there's things wow. still things to be learnt, Parky. Oh. I, I wish I could do that with my children, but they're, well, oh, I don't know. They're, they ain't they're, having all, they're all in their own realms and their own bubbles, you know what I mean? But <laughs> it's about trying to get them together and gang up. But, they, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty rad, man. They're pretty understanding as well. They're um, wonderful kids. They're super, yeah, super like, cute. Yeah. It's because if you, the more you have, the more, I know it sounds a bit mad, like people think, oh, you've got loads, you know, it's financially draining up. But the more you have, it's more easier because they that's have what, themselves. Exactly. Uh, oh. That's what I'm always saying to people. That's and I think that's the approach arguing. my parents took. <laughs> that's smart. So where do you want to stop, Parky? What are we talking, 15, 20? Where are you going to draw the line? When oh, you got no, a bus no, full? No, 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 me and the wife. Yeah, the factory's closed now. Oh, so really? Oh. Yeah, what, no, is no that more. physically closed? No more. My wife has five kids. You know, I'm one of them. Another you know, truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bless her. <laughs> oh, yeah, legend. So, oh, that's great. You know what I mean? So, like, you know. So, what are the, yeah, give but, us, um, like, a rundown. What's the coping tips for half term? Like, tell the listeners, because I know there's a lot of people. I know it's just Tuesday, but already they're pulling yeah. out well, their hair. How do you cope, it, it, survive half term? I don't know, depending. I don't, I don't know on a worldwide scale, but me, obviously, <laughs> being from London, UK, like. Blow! The free the free things like museums yeah yeah definitely like just that. type like, free like, shit in london yeah. go yeah yeah <laughs> like there's a couple of things you got to pay for obviously you know but Damn. i mean um th- those are the kind of things like museums little on off days like where you could just even go out I know it's a bit, the weather's a bit bleak now, but that's why I said it's all about going to destinations. No, but you know what? You know, look in the Gazette, like sometimes they have like Gazettes with your local paper or whatever, and they show you certain activities. If you look in them, man, there's loads of places. It's true. We are spoiled in London. Yeah, I think we are spoiled. And definitely. with the weather, you know, I learned in uh, Sweden, they have a saying, there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. So just wrap them kids up ah. and just put them on the boat. That's a, that's a good saying for people that come Done. from really shitty weather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're living in denial. Exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, Parky, thanks so much for joining us, mate. That's um, good advice. Thank you for having me. Thank uh, you for having me. Um, looking forward to seeing to you the soon. There's no, there's no, there's, you know, there's nothing stopping you to doing what you can do. You know, you don't even need au pairs or Yes, you know, put fists in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Power you know I mean? to the parents. They're yours. They're your responsibility. They're part of you. That's Woo. my advice. You know. Pre-
Preach. You're a good man. You are a good <laughs> man. Preach. All right. All right. Thank you, Legend. See you. You got, I'm only a good man because I have a good wife, man. Oh, right. oh so, love you, guys. All right, all right mate. Thank you, mate. Right. We'll, get, um, uh, we'll chat you again soon. Cheers. All right, bless. See you, mate. Fubar Radio. Gangstar featuring Inspector Deck Above the Clouds. Remember the first time I heard that was on um, uh, Shorties, a very, very famous uh, skateboarding video called Shorties Fulfill the Dream. And I was just like, what is that? Wow. It's amazing. It's so Props dope. to Shorties for showcasing yeah. that music, man. You. You're on Fubar Radio. Sarah Hugh and Doc 2, Doc Brown away today. Um, Sarah Love, so you were away <laughs> last week because it was one of your many other jobs. You, uh, apart from, uh, you know, one of your jobs you were away for last week was your medical researching. You're a medical journalist. Freelance medical journalist, please, darling. Oh, but also uh, being a DJ. Now, this is such a big part of your career, and this is probably been. Would you say that being a, uh, a professional DJ is probably like the um, the pinnacle of your career? Would you say? Well, not like the pinnacle. Would you say it's like the main, the main thing that's been a part of your career for the longest time in your life? Oh yeah, I mean, like I say, it's fifteen years professional DJing internationally. Mm. So yeah, and I guess it's it's kind of um, dictated a lot of my life. So yeah, probably is it, it dictates where I am, who I meet, what yeah. I do, everything. Yeah, so I, I can't complain because I love it too. Yeah, absolutely, it is a great job. But I just did notice the other day I saw uh, an advert, something advertising, um, <laughs> and you thought of me, and I was like. My God, that is just Sarah right there. That Uh-oh. is Sarah right there. Um, basically, you can, you're going to be able to go from this in the club to this. Now, basically, this is what happened, right? So I was on, I was on the bus. I was on the bus. I can't even remember where I was. Actually, I think I was coming from going from Fubar, going back to uh, back to uh, Swiss Cottage where I live, mm-hmm. and um, and there was a sign on the bus, right? Mm-hmm. And it said, "You a DJ." Are you a DJ? This is no shit. No shit, right? This is the sign that was on the bus, right? They said, are you a DJ? Well, whether you mix tunes or you mix cement, doesn't matter. How about mixing up your life and becoming a volunteer police officer? Wow. They're looking for DJs, Sarah. Sarah, they're looking for DJs. (laughs) Bang. It's got you all over it, babe. All over it. Where do I sign up? Well, it's, for starters, it is, when I say job and your career path, it is volunteering. You'd be a volunteer police officer. They must be pretty desperate. They're like, okay, well, who are we going to turn to now? All right, if we have to, DJs, because they seem like really responsible, trustworthy people. Well, that's also where my chain of thought led to as well. For starters, first thing, oh, my God, perfect job for Sarah. Perfect job. <laughs> uh, but then I also thought, hey, would a DJ really want to be... Uh, would a, a volunteer police police person, police woman, police man, however you say it, um, and also, would you really want a DJ as a police officer? Do you know as what I'm well? saying? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because when I do um, uh, my um, F the police section of my <laughs> DJ set, yeah. that might kind of compromise my um, professional policing angle Could. too. Yeah, because when I play like um, Sound of the Police, Careless yeah, One, or yeah, yeah. Jay Diller, F the Police, yeah. I was like, yeah, that, well, that could be um, difficult. That's why I just thought negotiate. it was such a curious one. The first big headline was, so funny. are you a DJ? And you know you got everyone's Whoa, attention then. You got everyone's attention. See, they're, they're smart. Look at these angles they're going for these days. They could work, though. Like, um, because even like, earlier in the show when we were just talking about you know, shit that people say to DJs, <laughs> what if somebody does come up again and ask for Taylor Swift and then you can like you can actually arrest them right there. Yeah. There. <laughs> you can actually you cough them on the ground, pepper spray in the eyes, bang! <laughs> Bang. Tasered, <laughs> can 
control, put that situation under control. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure if that. Well, but that fits your, your, you, you have all the criteria that fits that, that those two jobs as well, do you, Jane? Well, um, undercover police. No, what was it? Yeah, volunteer. FBI, was it? Oh, no, volunteer. No, volunteer. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it wasn't quite on the FBI. Volunteer. Yeah, officer. but you know, like you know, I guess for me though, DJing has been more something I've done. It hasn't been the main thing. It's been something that okay. I've done regularly for it's a, a string long time. To your bow. But it's not like for you. Like, you know, people go, <laughs> yeah. oh, Sarah Love. Oh, the DJ Sarah Love. You know what I mean? When the people I'll go, oh Hugh. Oh, the dickhead Hugh. That's where they kind of more categorise me as that. But you, I was like, oh, well, as soon as I saw that, I couldn't believe. Literally from that to that. I can so see it happening. So see it. I think I do already have both those sound effects as well. So What do you think? Because I actually do have one of the recruitment officers from the Met on the line wow. right now to talk to you. Oh, my God. Are you there? Hello? No, he's not. I just lied. Oh, my God. I lied, lied to your face. That's probably a good job because me and him might end up getting into it a bit. Yeah. Be like, Listen, right? <laughs> I was walking down the road and no. Yeah. Oh well. Well, uh, we're going to let Sarah do her job up next. We're going to get oh, yeah. a live mix from uh, from Sarah right here in yeah, the studio. Yeah, so I better like prepare for any, being uh, a DJ. Do you know what you're going to do? Be... Well, I was just inspired by just us speaking to Mike Parkinson just then on the line about yeah. his parenting skills during um, half term, and um, yeah, he has a, a tune which is like one of my favourite UK hip hop tunes that's come out in recent years. So I think definitely going to throw some of that into the mix for Amazing, you. Amazing, beautiful. And also, can I just say that it is pancake day. Oh, yeah. Good. I'm really excited yeah. to get home and eat some pancakes. That's like my favourite holiday of the year. It's a really bad one to let slip. It's a <laughs> it really bad day criminal. to let slip. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think I have any pancake-themed songs, actually. Really? So I'll have a look through the playlist and see All if right. there's something can, that I can add to the mix on that front. I'm sure we can figure something out. Fubar Radio. Sarah Love. Yeah. I saw Parliament play actually um, a few years ago at a festival in Australia. I know wow. George Clinton was just incredible. He's like this orb. He's like, he's like 65 oh or 70 or something like that. That is a show that's on my bucket list. I got yeah. to see that. So, and he played for like three hours. Everyone else on stage was knackered and he was just still bopping around and doing his thing. Ew. Incredible. And I guess he was dressed up like yeah. super elaborately. So good. Yeah, you're on Fubar Radio. Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. Doc Brown, uh, he is away today. That's fine. He'll be back next week, and uh, and, and that's fine. That's all right. <laughs> no issues there. We can live no. without Doc. We had to manage without you last week. You I know. Away. I feel terrible. I'm jealous actually that we missed the show last week. Really? Listening to it, I was just like, oh, they're having so much fun. We had a little without bit of fun. Without me, that's not allowed. But I know that was that was the only weird thing. We did have fun, but we <laughs> missed you as well. I mean, of course, last week we didn't get you. Uh, we, we you went around to do a, a live set for us. Yes. You can do that now, which is good. Yes, exactly. And I mentioned uh, we were speaking to Michael Parkinson earlier um, about half term. And so I thought it's only correct that we play one of um, his tunes, as I do absolutely love this um, record. And um, yeah, need to always represent that good UK hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. This is uh, DJ Sarah Love live in the studio. You're on FUBAR Radio. Lord sounds really different there. She does. I'm really impressed with how she just switches up the vocals like that. So, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, we're gonna get out of here now. Um, but we will be back next Tuesday, four to six pm for Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. Hit us up at Fubar Radio if you want to tweet us or get in touch. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you and look forward to seeing you next week where we will be back with Doc as well. Enjoy your pancake day party, people. Bye.